Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about everything lingerie. Our incredible team have reviewed over 7,000 reviews so they know what they're talking about. Every week is different, from chatting about their favorite brands of hosiery to educating you about playing safe when delving into the world of kinkwear for the first time. So for open and frank talk on all topics surrounding the world of lingerie, you're in the right place. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. So maybe you know who I am, maybe you don't, but just in case, I am Daisy May and today you're listening to the Vintage Glamour Devotee podcast. So this is my little series on the Lingerie Lowdown podcast. So why am I called the Vintage Glamour Devotee? Um, It literally is what it's on the title. (laughs) I love vintage glamour. I absolutely live for it. I try and incorporate all of it into my everyday life. It's something I've always been fascinated by. I rarely leave the house without my lipstick. I am just a art deco to 1940s, 1950s era kind of lady. But today I'm going to be having quite a little relaxed conversation about um, a few things. Um, It it comes up quite often when um, people ask me, you know, how did you get the confidence to be a laundry model? Um, I have a very strong personality. Um, I would probably say that I am like Marmite, but there's probably some people that really don't like me um, and that's fine. Um, But I do have very strong opinions. Um... It's probably a really bad way of putting that. I've probably learned to do that because I'm a woman, but (laughs) um, I'm a very passionate person. Let's put it as that. I'm a very passionate person and I will stand up for what I believe in. I will defend my friends. I um, am a huge advocate for uh, wearing lingerie and not being sexualized. Um, You know, giving women freedoms that men have, basically. Cis men have. So today is like this relaxed conversation. I say relaxed because it's just going to be me talking about some experiences that I've had. Now, I do want to give some little trigger warnings for people. Um, I am going to be talking about nasty comments from men, um, ex-partners, um, society. <laughs> um So yeah, I just want to pre-warn that. I don't go into mega detail. I more talk about uh, very briefly the effect it had but the effect it had on me long term so it's quite a positive conversation so um, I'm not going into any severe domestic violence conversations or anything like that um, it's very much um, like a positive conversation that will help you maybe to understand me and maybe just to shed some light on the kind of perspectives that I have and how I've dealt with it now um, as I mentioned people often comment on you know I have this kind of unshakable confidence in myself. So I'll give you an example. I was talking to my mum a few weeks ago and she was saying, but you know, when you move out, I've recently just moved to Hove in Brighton um, and I've got like this gorgeous mid-century flat and I absolutely love it. And she was saying, you know, when you move out and your life starts falling into place a bit, you'll just have a lot more confidence in yourself. And I said, but mum, I do, I do have confidence in myself. And just because I'm feeling a bit low and I'm struggling at the moment, 
doesn't also mean that I feel bad about myself and that I'm giving myself negative self-talk. And I think it's because quite often anyone who suffers with anxiety, depression, or has gone just through a, a phase in their life where things have just been really tough, it's very easy in that state of mind to get to negative self-talk. And that's something that I just don't do. Um, and I, for a while, I've been trying to figure out why that is. Um, I've always had a very strong sense of self. So, for example, if something bad happened and, you know, a natural response could be to blame yourself, I would be like, no, they did that to me. That is not my responsibility. I can't control their actions. I didn't deserve that. I've always had this real, probably pain in the ass personality to <laughs> to raise a child with this strong strong uh, personality but it's you know it's paid off later on in life you know because um as I go into shortly there is some quite nasty things people have said to me and I think if I hadn't worked on myself combined with my personality which is a very determined uh relentless personality passionate passion is probably a better word but if I'm being honest I am quite like that um, which has never steered me away from, um, you know, just negative self-talk, like thinking I'm ugly or thinking I'm, you know, but at the same time, I'm not full of myself and I think I'm beautiful because I'm me, but I never, I never compare myself to other people thinking, oh, they're better looking than me or I'm ugly compared to them. I think I'm beautiful because I'm me. That's, that goes beyond aesthetics. It's just a it's just me, my identity, my soul, whatever that is. And I think that about everybody. I think everybody as an individual is beautiful. I don't know, maybe that sounds weird, but that's just kind of um, how I feel. So going back to what my mum said about, you know, because I said I'd been really depressed and like, I've been really stressed. Basically, I've had a, a huge transition in the last few months where I've barely felt like I've had time to come up for air. And naturally, I've been exhausted and tired and I felt quite low. And I think that's just because I'm exhausted and tired and a bit overwhelmed. But during those times, I'm not giving myself negative self-talk and I'm not um, just being down on myself. I'm kind of accepting in the moment that this is a transitional time where I'm just not feeling 100%. And that's OK. I don't really know how I got to to to, to do that bit. Um, like I say, I think it's a combination of um, therapy um, I'm a very reflective, potentially um, slightly overthinker, um, but I do reflect a lot and I think about things a lot and I question why I feel like that. Um, for example, something I do with negative self-talk, um, and by no means do I ever mean to like just diminish somebody else's self-talk because it's a very complicated thing. Um, I'm just simply talking about what helps me is one thing I will say is like, okay, for example, say you break up with somebody and you're like, but why this or maybe this? I will sit there and I'll say to myself, right, Daisy, I, I can answer this. I can ask this question as many times as I want. I'm never going to know the answer because X person maybe wasn't an honest person, for example. And I'm never going to know the answer to that. So why why do I keep asking the question? It's okay that I'm asking the question. I'm hurt, I'm confused, I'm rejected, or whatever that breakup process is, might be for someone angry. Um, I keep asking myself that. And sometimes you might go through a phase where you keep do asking it, even though it's not bringing you anything positive. But I just think it's important to reflect on those things. And that's something that I do naturally do in my personality. So something I'm going to go into in a minute will be these negative things that people have said to me. So... I think that that's probably helped 
um, in all honesty, that I am naturally someone who just questions everything and I reflect a lot. Um, especially if I meditate, I find all those thoughts like come into my head. Um, so that's really, really helped me. But I'm going to go straight into um, the negative things that people have said to me. Now, some of these are quite shocking. I have said these to some of my friends and they go, oh, you're joking. Like, they're quite shocking things. And at the time, I just thought that was a normal thing to say to someone because I was with a toxic person or uh, one of the first one was that. But some of the others are just things that have happened to me during my modelling uh, career um, or just when I've been out and about more in my late 20s. So it's been much more of a recent thing since I've been very like public about laundry modelling and things. Um, and now none of that stuff phases me at all. But one of the first things that ever really got to me was my, uh, I'm not going to say who it is, but my ex from a long time ago. So if you know me, uh, this isn't any of the exes that uh, are in the last five years. This is a while, a while ago. <laughs> um, my last boyfriend was lovely. So I don't want anyone thinking it's him. It's not. Uh, this was before the age of like 22. So I'm not going to say who. There's only a couple of people there. Um, and no one in my present life knows who they are because I don't hang around with any of those people anymore. So we're all good. Um, but one of the things that this person said to me was, and I quote, it was said like this you make me sick. And I said, the look of me in lingerie makes you feel sick. And I, as I said that, my I remember my voice wobbled like I was going to cry. And I was just, I think, in complete shock that someone could say that. Why would they say that? Why would that even be a response to my beautiful body? Why would that be a response to anybody's body? Whether you're attracted to them or not, that is just not something that I would ever comprehend saying to another human being. Um, and that really stayed with me for quite a while. And it's quite ridiculous, really. Um, and I can, kind of, <laughs> I can kind of laugh about it now because the, after I said the look of me in, like in laundry makes you sick, they said yeah like just like that like nodded and then carried on doing what they were doing and completely ignored me in their bedroom and I proceeded to slide under the bed under the covers and just lie there in complete and utter confusion uh despair probably is probably a good word um and now I say that out loud again I think actually you know what there's probably no wonder that so many people who have had these things happen, you know, there's sometimes two things that can happen. You can either never show your skin, you know, and feel shame and, and be really hurt and it can really affect you. Or you go the other way, which is quite often my personality. And it's to just do it in excess, which is be completely unapologetic about my body, because why should I be? Excuse me, I just had a coffee and a burp. <laughs> Not very ladylike. But why should I be? Why should I be ashamed of my body? Why should I hide my body? You know, in it always used to make me so angry, like, you see plenty of men walking around topless, God forbid a woman show a lot of cleavage, you know, I just, the double standards and the audacity of society sometimes will never cease to, never cease to amaze me, but yeah, that's just one of the things that was said to me, um, and I've, I've not, and I've never forgotten it, and I will remember it forever, but it has no negative effect on me, it has no, um, I have not absorbed that, it affected me for a short period of time, and and I never, I, I only think about it when 
you know, a friend needs advice or we're talking about things that we've been through or I do podcasts or certain conversations come up. It's, it's never something that I lie there at night thinking about um, because, quite frankly, that person's opinion is um, crap, <laughs> clearly, and um, they're not a nice person. So, you know, I would probably say because I was young, I did question a lot like I just I just didn't get it like why would you say that to someone why 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 so I got in that as I mentioned before of asking the questions that you're you never going to get it and I remember saying that to myself Daisy like Daisy you're never going to get it because you would never say that you're never going to understand the logic of a narcissist because you're not a narcissist you're never going to understand why someone will be that way and one of the reasons is because it has nothing to do with me. It has it had absolutely nothing to do with what I was doing. I think most people, if their partner dressed up for them, they would be like, wow, Jesus, okay, Whew. you know, <laughs> maybe they'll be shy. Maybe they'll be appreciative. Maybe they'll be excited, you know. That's not usually the response that you think you'd get. Um, and that's why quite a while back I was just like, you know what, I'm not wasting my time trying to figure out why people are assholes, sorry to swear. But I'm not going to I'm not going to spend my time waste, you know, wasting doing that. Um, and that's probably because I, I say the word waste because they already wasted my emotions. You know, they wasted my time in bit that I spent with them. Um, so I don't want to do that anymore. That's never to diminish like the pain that can cause and why someone would be stuck in that uh, state where they're asking questions. Um, you know, like I'm not by any means belittling why someone would do that. Um, I, and if you are doing that, I completely relate. And I'm always here for a chat if you ever need it. Or just, you know, a shoulder to cry on, an ear to listen. But, um, yeah, so I'm just completely talking about my experience. That's how I, when I say, when I say that, it gave me, it made me feel empowered. And it took away the control that that person had over me. That was just my logic and my way of processing it in my mind, I guess. Um, another thing that was said to me, get ready for this one. This was you look like a effing man mm -hmm. while I was naked. Aha. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. While I was naked. So <laughs> there's a theme here. Let's belittle a lovely woman <laughs> while she's vulnerable. Um, this I didn't even, luckily I didn't even absorb um, because uh, I was at work for one. Um, and what loser does that to a laundry model, burlesque performer, etc. You know, who's, who says that to someone? Clearly someone who doesn't feel very good about themselves is what I think. And then I don't give it any more thought. Um, and really, the only questions, because again, in my nature, I'm someone who questions things. The only thing I questioned there was, uh, why the fuck would you think I look like a man? Why, why, why would you think I look like a man? Um, and <laughs> what does a man look like? You know, what is your idea of a man? I mean, I'm not actually looking, I'm saying those things, looking for an answer. Um, but just this idea that, oh, you know, you look like a man because you've got big shoulders. Like what, what, there aren't men that have small shoulders. There aren't women who are taller than men. Um, there aren't non-binary people who are, you know, like it's just such a ridiculous way to link the way someone looks to gender, like you know it, it just I hate it I, I hate it it's just so negative it's just so unnecessary but I think it's clearly something that uh you know people are still doing um so yeah I got told that I looked like a man while I was naked um and then I've also had many 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 times I've lost count of how many times I've been asked this and is it are you trans and it was it's always oh did you used to be a man oh right okay 
just really insensitive, ignorant, nasty comments. Um, and the only part that annoys me, I'm never offended if someone thinks I'm trans because there's nothing wrong with being trans. But um, it is purely based on this idea that, oh, she's got quite a strong look. She's got big shoulders. I bet she used to be a man. I'm saying that because that's clearly what they've said to me and the way they think. That is never some, That would never be something that I would say. And I would not even use that sentence phrasing because um, it's just, it's completely, it's just so insensitive and ignorant. It's just wrong. Um, so that's the only thing that upsets me because I think, God, what must it be like to be trans? You know, not only hearing things like that, but dealing with everything else that, you know, the queer and trans community have to deal with. It's just, yeah. I mean, this limited idea that, that we still seem to have and I don't understand is if you're a woman you should look this way and if you're a man you should be this way it I just really hope that you know granted the circles that I hang around in don't think like that but I just forget that outside Brighton and my circles there is a lot of people who think that way um it's easy to forget that sometimes and you know there's probably a reason I forget it is because it's just nasty and I don't want to think about it you know um and I've got plenty of friends who are trans and non-binary and gay, like every, like most, most people I know are like performers and drag artists, you know, I'm extremely liberal, you know, and I, I just forget that other people aren't. Um, so luckily those things don't upset me, um, me personally, they, they give me more sympathy to other people that must deal with that and far worse. Um, not that I didn't already, but it's just like, oh yeah, God, Jesus, that's really, that's that's still going on you know it's like that kind of thing now um I'm talking these comments have been very um very recent probably since I was about the age of 24 25 I'm 28 now I didn't used to get that before enjoying the conversations today well we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 7,000 reviews available online right now and you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code podcast to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. And then there's always the classic things that I hear is you'll regret that when you're older being tattoos, performing, modelling, just ridiculous, just ridiculous, silly, silly, silly comments. Nothing too nasty. The other comments that I made before are the real nasty ones. Um, but as I say, like to the real nasty ones, like my my first response was just shock. Confusion is probably one of the best words. And then I was upset. Because it did make me feel crap about myself, you know. I thought, oh, I'm so ugly, you know, when I was really young being told those things. After, you know, a few months or so of processing, it didn't upset me anymore. And I'm talking now, this was 
those negative comments would have been a couple of them god nearly 10 years ago now eight years ago and then a couple a few years ago so you know but um what I would say is if I'm being completely honest as well is the whole you look like a man and things you know you make me sick and all that stuff I say all that stuff because it just I don't know it just it does feel like stuff now sometimes I don't even feel like it happened to me I'm not sure if anyone can relate to that feeling but yeah it doesn't almost doesn't feel like it happened to me it's like I'm, I witnessed something and I'm talking about it from the outside perspective in a way um but it did at the time trigger previous anxieties that I had when I was growing up so I hit puberty really early I started my periods when I was about nine years old I had like pubes and like leg hair when I was like seven, like I grew quick. And when I was like 12, 13, I'd often be mistaken for like a 20 year old. So like 18, 19, 20. So um, yeah, like I I looked a lot older. Um, my hips started growing. My bum got really big. It's still really big now. Um, I was tall. I was five foot six and a size shoe, um, a size six uh, shoe size as well when I was about 10 years old, so, like, I was taller than the boys, my shoulders started filling out, you know, I've always had big shoulders, like, I got, like, swimmer shoulders, my mum and dad always called them, um, but I never saw myself as, like, curvy, voluptuous, feminine, beautiful, it was, like, butch, <laughs> masculine, muscly, like, no one's gonna fancy me because I look like a man, and I, I remember thinking that as a teenager, like, really early on, not even as a teenager, before I was like 13, 14, because probably because I was very hormonal, one, I was probably quite depressed because of my, 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 <laughs> I was clearly very out of sync with when the body should go, <laughs> usually go through puberty, going through it so early. Um, but I, I just, yeah, I felt really butch and like, I, I should have been a boy. Like I looked so boyish, which, you know, is just, you know, I I've, I would never say that I've suffered with body dysmorphia. I've never really, you know, I never grew up thinking I actually should have been a boy like a trans person or, you know, a non-binary person. But it it was definitely just purely based on society's standards for me. That That is just all that was. It was just looking at all the other girls on TV and in films and magazines and all the popular girls at school that all the boys wanted to go out with. They were blonde. They were petite. They were really pretty. They weren't the loud mouth passionate opinionated like crazy like fetish pinup girl you know so like I never really felt like I fitted in and then I was like dorky and awkward with acne and I was a nerd like I didn't feel like I fitted in which you know as an adult I still don't and what even is fitting in um but like hearing those comments as like a young woman reminded me of like oh shit that's how I used to feel when I was growing up all the time like a boy that I was ugly that men would never fancy me because blah, 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 you know um so it did kind of trigger that um if I'm being completely honest but um you know <coughs> what I find excuse me what I find sad is that like I mentioned I could never see the positives in my body so it was never curvy voluptuous which I think I am. And what I find really interesting is those things that I used to hate about my body, like my broad shoulders, like my hips and my bum. I always liked my bum, but having a big bum wasn't fashionable when I was younger. Now it's everyone wants a big bum. Everyone wants BBL, like a BBL Brazilian butt lift, you know? But one, my bum doesn't fit into most clothing, so it's a pain quite often, quite often. but uh, on a funny side, but it 
my big shoulders and my curvy body is actually what makes me feel really feminine not to say that is what makes you feminine it just makes me feel feminine it's I feel like me this is how I feel authentic this is how I feel in my my, when my body's healthy I feel like I do hold a few extra pounds and that I am a curvy woman um but I couldn't see that when I was younger and it's just it just shows you how you know, if society has this very limited view on what femininity is and what masculinity is, and if you're a woman, these things make you really womanly, etc., etc., um, it doesn't really allow much room for humans <laughs> because every human is different. You know, there's diversity in everything. Um, so yeah, I just I find that really sad. So I, I really I really like that people are trying to undo that a lot in society now. Um, and I love that now I can embrace my body, you know, now I wear like 1940s power jackets with padded shoulders that make my shoulders even bigger. And I find it amazing. And I have like huge frills on my tops over my shoulders that accentuate my hips and my shoulders even more. Like it, it's just, I love it. I love it being true, authentic and unapologetic. Um, it's like I've managed to harness probably being a pain in the ass teenager and I had to grow into myself to be like, yeah, okay, this is who I am, you know? Um, so I'm really happy that I've managed to kind of flip those, um, insults and my insecurities as a child or as, or as a teenager into the things that made me feel powerful now, because they are actually who I am. I, I can't physically change the size of my shoulders or physically change, like, you know, I can't actually change my personality. I can try and hide it or mask it, but essentially it's always going to be there. So that's like a really nice thing um so that I think that is why going back to like the beginning of this podcast when I said people always ask why I'm confident like that that's why because I'm just being myself um and if people don't like it fine but I was always being myself so I'm really proud of that um another thing that um I wanted to comment about was we actually recently got a comment I say recently it's probably quite a few months ago now on laundry lowdown and it was about someone um I, I can't remember the comment exactly and I don't think someone was being nasty in this but it was just a comment of like are you sure you're that size or because I've got that size and like it doesn't look like that on me or I'm not sure if it would fit me and it like you know do you know what I mean so basically there's a few things at play there I think one our perception isn't always reality it's our perception and you can take that literally here because on camera you often look bigger and I'll give you perfect examples most people before they meet me think I'm about five foot ten and I'm a lot bigger than I am I'm just five foot six I am not that tall but I always have this perception of being this massive lady which I love I think it's like brilliant I'm taking up space like people think I'm powerful awesome I love that things that aren't celebrated for women that are for men I love when people go god but you're like that I'm like yeah I know isn't it great granted no one wants to date me because of those things <laughs> but it's who I am so I'm 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 happy that I'm able to like express myself fully and be really authentic um so there's a yeah like I say that comment there's a few things there um but there's also that that person might actually think that they're smaller than they are they're bigger than they are and I'll give you another example of, of that and how these comments can all situations can unfold I've worked in retail for a long time I used to work at Ann Summers and I currently work at a shop called She Said Boutique in Brighton and there we sell a lot of Divonti's lingerie corsets toys we sell all kinds of things like fetishwear loads of stuff and um you know sometimes 
what would happen quite often not women with large boobs would say oh i need a uh, 38c so 38 being 38 inches around the chest and a c cup you know a smaller bar size like a smaller cup size and you're looking at this person going you're like a size six so you probably like you're probably like a 32f or a 32g or something you know and they're like what do you mean i'm that i'm like yeah you're tiny so like one sometimes people just don't know how bra sizes work but quite often than not people think that they're bigger than they are and there's always that perception with boobs and curves that you think you're a lot bigger than you are or you're looking at someone thinking they're bigger than they are but actually they're not um it's quite interesting um how those things can play out sometimes it's not interesting and it's sad i've had a a few bra fittings and summers where someone would look at me and go, I'm your size and they're like 25 stone and I don't, like we don't make bras that fit them and they think that because they've been shopping in Primark wearing stretchy bralettes, they think they're like a size 34 back and you're like, oh my God, you're like a nearly a 50 back in a bra, which is like 50 inches and then there's this like horrible moment of changing room where they get really upset and then they're like, oh, I've put on so much weight. I didn't realise how much weight I put. Like, and people don't really, you know, this perception on size, and I'm not saying it's that important, but it's so easy to, you know, judge yourself, judge another person without really knowing what's going on inside. Um, literally as well, not just in a person, but like on camera. Like there's so many variables and things that happen. Um, so I'm always quite sensitive to all of those things, partly because I've had them happen to myself and I've served probably... 10,000 people and done countless bra fits in my lifetime. Um, so, you know, I really see lots of dynamic dynamics happening. And in those moments, quite often, um, more than not, uh, women will say to me that they've had exes say similar things that I've had said to me, or they've had similar insecurities. Um, the same insecurities always come up. The back fat, the bit of skin that hangs over the edge of the bra, the bit of skin that's kind of like between the bra and the arm, like near the armpit. Like there's stretch marks cellulite there's so many conversations that that I have on a daily basis with people um and I just think that's why like sometimes it's nice to take a step back and like consider what we're saying and how we're saying it um again I am a reflective person as I've said um but there's a lot of things that can go into people's judgments and perceptions on themselves and other people um so I always like to give someone the benefit of the doubt because that person commenting on the laundry lowdown website may well have just been like a genuine are you really that size or like is that correct like maybe they were just thinking oh maybe they've written the size wrong you know so there's like there's a lot of things that go into it 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 could have been a nasty comment I don't think it was um so yeah I just want to kind of leave it on that note of um sometimes things aren't always what they perceive to be um sometimes you know and that's just that's just the way it is (laughs) um and like I say I always want to give the benefit of the doubt because quite often than not sometimes people just don't mean for things to be uh come out the way they are equally so um they may might not be aware of why someone would interpret something a certain way um so yeah I just think it's you know it's it's important to mention that um sometimes I mean I'm not an example of this but sometimes that you know like negative comments or things that people say um they really do affect some people and as I mentioned and I've said a few times and now I'm repeating but I naturally have always had a very strong sense of identity I've been a very expressive passionate person I've always had a very strong sense of my own boundaries that's not to say they haven't slept and I've put you know I've been in bad relationships or 
situations where I think mm, I've been kind of forced to do something I didn't want to do or like I've overstepped my own boundaries and I should have really gone actually no I don't want to do that whether that's in work friendships or whatever um I've pretty but I've always pretty much had a very strong sense of self some people don't so much um so that's kind of what I wanted to get through this podcast is you know a little insight into things that have been said to me um so it's not like I've had an easy ride I have have had a lot of nasty things said to me more but they're just the few that I wanted to say um and also equally so to give other people you know a bit of kindness because sometimes it might come across like they're being nasty or harsh or they they, you know they've interpreted what you've said wrong but there's there might be an underlying reason for that um so yeah they're just a few little things that I wanted to talk about um this is what I kind of talk to myself like in my head quickly um lots of thoughts at once all the time it's exhausting that's probably one of my negatives in my personality <laughs> um but people always say that they love listening to me waffle they say I don't waffle I think I waffle um but lots of my friends say that they really they like hearing my perspective on things and so that's just something that I really wanted to share with you guys um I really hope that you've enjoyed this podcast I am going to leave it there I do have a tendency to wander off to the 45 minutes before I realise. So I'm going to try and keep this one under 35. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really, really hope you enjoy this podcast. Um, I've currently planned a lot of really, really fun cups podcast for the rest of the year and um, so I really really hope that you look forward to those too um I would also say if you do want to go and check out my reviews as well as the um I mean thousands and thousands of review- reviews by the other presenters do use my code may10 which is m-a-e-1-0 may10 as in short for daisy may may10 um and that does give me a little uh is it word commission um, it's like an affiliate program basically when you sign up I get a little tip and then you get to see everything on lingerie lowdown um so yeah I really hope you enjoyed this podcast if you do have any uh things you want to ask me um I'm going to be doing some things on my stories over the next few months like maybe 20 questions filed at Daisy May or 10 or something like that um so if you do have any questions for me or there's something you want me to talk about please let me know because I always like being able to deliver something that you guys are really going to enjoy So I hope you guys have a lovely day. And if you do have time, there are some other wonderful podcasts on this platform. So go have a little listen. Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, Make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys. All in the best possible taste, of course. With over 7,000 published reviews online, we're the number one review site, and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.